0: You ready?
1: Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy.
0: Please do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes.
1: Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment.
0: That is a harsh lesson in business.
1: Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big
0: names together. I
1: didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It
0: opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show
1: is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mountain West basketball podcast. That's right. We're doing hoops. You know it. MWWire.com, Jeremy here, Andy hanging out. So uh, we're getting close to the end. The season is nigh, as I say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, well, I think the end is nigh. I think the season's been here, but yeah. There you go. I, Good point. <laughs> yes. But so I think, you know, it, it's just wild because it feels like, I don't know, Matt Norlander from CBS uh, had a tweet earlier today talking about, uh, how I think only 40% of non-conference games ended up getting played, or like, you know, 40% as many as have been played in years past. And I think that's why it still feels like we're only in the middle of the season, but now we're wrapping up. Conference tournaments is right around the corner. March is right around the corner. It's crazy.
1: Oh, it definitely, I know it totally is. It's, it's great. It's, we're into some weird stuff, but. I am surprised. Like outside of like, was it two weeks ago where there's a handful of Mountain West games, a kind of bunch of cancellations, Nevada, a couple more New Mexico games. Like we're Utah State, Wyoming, and we're like, oh boy, things are getting going for the worst. But right now it seems like I don't know what it seems like, but it just seems when there's missing games. Like really, Nevada hasn't played in, like a month. Like oh, well, boy, yeah, that's, that's true. The
0: weird. Thing is like, oh, we're almost at the end of the season. It's like, did anybody even play last week? Did we have? <laughs> were there any games? Yeah, Yeah, no, 'cause one no, series no.
1: gets cancelled, it's like it's two games, and then if two, it's four teams, four games, so it's like, oh, it's kind of uh gets away from you. But so what we're doing today, we like as you as you've been noticing the past weeks of the podcast, we're doing fewer game stuff because fewer games matter. And that's gonna totally lead into my thing, because I had a guy on Twitter come after me, Well, what do you mean they matter? What there's a CD and I'm like, Hold your horses, calm down, buddy. Uh so what the Mountain List is deciding to do, and we discussed a couple weeks ago, figured what's the point? And you can't see me do this, but I'm rubbing my fingers the one hand the money thing, like, hey, it's the money. It's <laughs> stupid because it's about money. Why the Mountain West is rescheduling a a bunch of games and in an arguably the worst way possible, in my opinion. So, wait a bunch of series like New Mexico San Diego State CSU New Mexico New Mexico somebody else probably, <laughs> but, but like UNLV San Diego State Fresno Utah State which only had one game, and then boy, like, it's just a bunch of random series. Series They're being remade because we mentioned that week, the week of, uh, what, March 2nd to March, uh, I guess, 60 is what they're doing. So they're rescheduling eight games. Air Force is not involved because they've played enough games to, like, oh, we're cool. But.
0: Yeah, they're going to play their whole schedule normally with no makeups.
1: Oh, I thought they had two games they missed. I guess they didn't play. Oh, no, that.
0: no, that's right. Sorry, they're going to get to 20 with the makeups. My bad, my bad.
1: So I know why. We know it's money. But if you're being smart like the guy on Twitter was a Wyoming guy. He's like, well, this Wyoming and whatever series well, uh CD's on the line uh, and he's like fifth through eight, I'm like, Really? You're telling me that really matters a fifth through eight C D? <laughs> right? Like I mean ah, uh, come on. So
0: can anyone overtake Nevada for fifth place? Because that does matter, because you do get a out of that first round. But I, I
1: uh, as of right now, Nevada has a two-game lead over UNLV. Right. Okay. And for the games that are coming up, they don't play each other. Nevada only Nevada does play twice. Right. But here's the thing: UNLV also plays San Diego State for some. Well, not for some reason, but we know why. But also Nevada swept UNLV, so it's a hard no. There's literally no way they could pass them because they would tie at nine and seventh. And both if Nevada goes zero oh and two and UNLV two and zero, oh, Nevada still owns the tiebreaker. And, and well, doesn't and Nevada
0: the, have games this week? that like regular games though too.
1: Oh well,
0: don't they play think, like They get Mountain State?
1: West this week? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, like
0: there's still a real Mountain West week to play still, like and a really big series that we were treating as the finale for so long that I was like. Yes, we're going to end on Boise State, San Diego State. It's going to be amazing. It's yeah, all, but now it's like, okay, now we're going to like have this weird week of makeup games. Okay. And we might actually end up having Colorado State, Nevada dev- decide the, the whole league, the, you know, the regular season. It could end up playing out that way, which is just crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe I'm, okay. Maybe I misspoke because I, I was just thinking for some reason that's left. But like, if we're being real here, it's like, Here's 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 the main reason. It's like I get they want to make up games. They're it's for TV obligations because they need to make up whatever games. And even though one of the freaking games is on Stadium, which I guarantee doesn't pay the Mountain West a dime for those type of games. Like they do have uh, and one's on the Mountain West Network. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Mexico CSU on the Mountain West Network needs to be played for t- to, op- to to fulfill your TV obligations? No. Um Nevada, San Jose State's on stadium. Like I mentioned, no. Okay, I see the other games, but it's ridiculous. And here's also what's why it's dumb, Andy. I'm, like we still living it. Last I checked, looks at watch. It's um, 11 months since everything stopped, essentially. COVID still kind of causing issues for games being not played and canceled. Like Iona, they're done until the conference tournament in the MAC. I'm like Rick Pitino was right. We should have started the season later and finished up in May. Because had we started, not, not to go off, but like after we started – Say January, like even a couple weeks later, there would probably still be a couple cancellations here or there, but give given places and times to where we don't have to have these makeup games right now and reschedule in the dumbest way possible. And or and I even May, I guess. What's what's when does the season really start this year? Like December November one, 25th. essentially.
0: November twenty fifth was the first day of the okay. season.
1: Okay, so if we go November twenty fifth until the tournament, which is what March eighteenth, nineteenth NCAs. So they went December 25th, January 25th, three basically. What's that? It's about 14 weeks. If you push it back two months to start in May, like Rick Pitino said, we're starting end of January. We'd be like one month in. Like if we're starting games now for what people can get from vaccine, people were traveling during the holidays, which caused the for people getting sick. Games wouldn't be canceled as many. Probably could have had some more non conference games, possibly, and it makes maybe not as normal, but like he was made the right call and he's been saying it forever and ever. Now, in his season, it's getting screwed a lot because they didn't play forever and then they played a couple games and now they're out to the MAC tournament. Like they're playing like five conference games.
0: Hey, Jeremy, what school did you go to?
1: University of Utah and Iona College. <laughs> I'm just, okay, just wondering, just wondering. I'm just... <laughs> No, no that's, I, that's,
0: I, know, I know, I know. My I
1: mean,
0: point still think, valid. No, it is. I'm sorry. That was just what,
1: what? No, I love it. it was just, uh, so
0: no, I mean, and you and I have we've talked about this, you know, a, a lot. We've been talking about this since I don't know. It feels like July, you know, about
1: last February. Remember?
0: <laughs> well, you know, when whenever whenever Patino came out and made those comments, you know, that was like. Cause I remember after the season ended, I was in a in a rut, man, and, like, I didn't want to write anything that. When Pacino came out and said that, though, that was, like, one of the first pieces I got back, like, that got me back into, you know, writing about college sports again, you know, and doing all that. But, uh, you know, so just, it feels like, yeah, he he was right. There is a bit of that, like, we didn't know necessarily, like, yes, he was right that a vaccine would be available by this point. That didn't happen, immediately though you know like that was a good bet he was right but he we didn't know it was coming so like i still understand why they made the decision i guess and i don't think i'm quite as upset maybe with the rescheduling plan as i think you are So um, oh, here's
1: Here's why I'm upset but about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just, like, I'm just hearing all your reasonings before I get into any of mine.
1: So. That's fine. If you want to, de- whatever, we can have their back and forth, like we typically do. And <laughs> this is not contrived. It's like, I'm doing this because I don't like this, or to make it sound like yeah, no,
0: but this is argumentative 1st hot like, garbage. We, no, no, we sent each other some tweets, and this is just us now first talking about this. There's
1: the so, a couple of reasons why it's dumb to do it with, re- like, rescheduling the games, like, Here's the thing, too. If this is a typical year, like, there's no issues, and for some reason there was a – some sort of natural disaster that wasn't – whatever, some weather, weirdness of weather where it impacts a ton of people, and we had to make up a week's worth of games because out west there was some crazy phenomenon, which still seems scarier than COVID, but it's probably not. But my point being, say there is something weird where these games still had to be rescheduled in a typical year. I still don't think – my first point, the games, they matter, but honestly, do they really matter for seeding-wise? Like, look at who's playing. Like, the only game I really care about that week is Nevada-Colorado State. And they're only playing once. And so that game has an impact because Nevada, I don't think they're getting to any tournament in that large, but that's, like, a good game. Like, are you telling me, look at these games, and I know it's more basketball, do you really want CSU-New Mexico, Nevada, San Jose State, like, Utah State-Fresno, and, like,
0: Okay, but at the same time, what what was – okay, before Sam Merrill's shot in the final, what was the best part of the Mountain West tournament last year?
1: It was I Wyoming. So.
0: Yeah, was Wyoming coming through and winning two games. They're still going to the
1: tournament. They're still
0: going. Nobody's no, no, I, I know, but I'm saying bit. those matchups, you know, the matchups end up mattering, and, you know, who know who's to say if playing Fresno State – or, you know, Fresno State is a good – Matchup and they're the team this year who does it, or San Jose State. You know how cool would that be? So yeah. I guess you know if these. I haven't looked at all the. I've, I was obviously a little more focused on the top of the league when I was like doing hey, the me little too. bit of math. That's I, why
1: the games are like. The, I get your point. The matchups. Who knows what could happen. But my main point being the matchups for a second. That's just a main point of mine. I'm like, C D doesn't really matter. But what have they been doing all year? Let's be safe. Let's play two games in three days in one place. Here's what well, my my tweet sums up from earlier today. You're gonna to play most of these teams. Colorado State is, I guess they're hosting. If I'm reading this properly, they're hosting New Mexico. So you have New Mexico, CSU on March 3rd. You have in Fort Collins. You have Nevada, San Jose State. and I think San Jose. I'm assuming because they finally had their home opener after all these lines. And San Jose. Hey, that's San...
0: good. They get a, they get another game at the uh, the event center. So that's nice.
1: But then you have those two teams traveling to play each other two days later. Then you have Nevada, I guess only playing one game. That's kind of a bad example. But my point being, you're traveling way more than you wanted to all year. Why not? Because also, a lot of these games were two-game two, two game series that were missed, like CSU Nevada, um, San Diego State UNLV. Why, I, maybe it's a schedule thing I don't have it in front of me completely, but I believe there are very few one-game schedules that were put off, I think, was it Boise Fresno? Just one game, I believe.
0: Uh, both of Fresno's makeups here are like that. Utah so Fres- State, Fresno had yeah, Utah State and Boise State. Um, I think that might San Diego's it. yeah, UNLV Wyoming did not go on. San Diego State UNLV did not go on. Obviously, low Nevada, Rams. Utah. Yeah, I don't think any of these Nevada San Jose State
1: is that. Um, I don't think so. But my point being, look at all this travel they're doing where they've been trying to be all safe all year. And then you're telling me yeah. a week later they're all going to go to Vegas? I'm like, maybe it works out perfectly. But, like, I'd rather be over-cautious, so why couldn't they play a couple ways, go to Vegas and use the court and play all day for like, and go a couple days earlier, like go – I keep saying like a million times, I hate it. I noticed that listening the other day, I hate it, so I'm trying to stop. But why not play – at the Thomas and Mac have like three days before the tournament. So you're already in Vegas. You're just, cause everybody's going to be there anyways. And you play like a Thursday, Saturday and a Friday, Sunday series for all these teams. And you play, you go to the Thomas and Mac and play double triple headers. I wouldn't mind doing that. Even if it were the same matchup, like say it was Nevada having to play those two teams twice. You play Nevada CSU one day, Nevada San Jose State the other day to fix the schedule. So it's like it's set. So you're not playing like back to back nights. My my main issue is the seedings. That's obviously lower secondary. There's some stuff involved to move up or down, and if you're to get a good victory to help your at-large chance, which I don't see it unless you're maybe CSU if that's a top hundred to win versus Nevada. But it's the main point is they've been safe all year, or attempting to be. Why risk it now the week before the tournament? Then you go to Vegas where everybody's there. What if some there's some COVID issue with San Diego State or Boise State or Utah State and they. Win the tournament, but Nemus Keda gets COVID and can't play because he's out for two weeks or whatever it may be. Like I think the risk versus reward of rescheduling these games, how they're rescheduling, is my issue, and I don't think it's worth it.
0: Fair, I would say, you know, I guess one one thing that I see that sticks out to me. That I did not hear you mention at all, um, that seems to be a reasoning behind this, besides money, which you did mention, which I TV. definitely agree with. Yeah. Numero I mean, TV, uno. Right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think we can both agree that's probably like, look, yeah. Are we jaded? Maybe. Sure. But that's probably the number one reason. But I think that there's, there's a regular season Mountain West title on the line with these games. And
1: wait, they, hold on which, really quick, Aztecs get two free wins, and Rams fans are pissed about it. Because of the know. Mexico games are, 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 are... I don't know how it works, but they're said they're for seeding purposes only, so that has yes. to go toward conference title, and so that can't make yes. you happy. That's I exactly think. what it goes to.
0: But, so this allows basically every team an opportunity... I mean, this is this is the line, right? It allows okay. every team an opportunity to control their own destiny, you know, I guess, and, you know... And and I think for those four teams, if you win all your games, well, Utah State, not exactly, but for, for I think, you know, Boise State, if they win all their games, they win. You know, if San Diego State wins out, they get it. If CSU wins out and San Diego State loses any of those games, CSU. is good. Yeah, so I think, you know, it's like, you get these games in, and I understand I well, don't necessarily
1: because Aztecs have a two game now have a two game lead over them because i don't they they weren't clear where they say the games were for like those two wins versus Mexico, like the forfeits they won't go on like their sheet they get to the tournament committee, but it doesn't right. specify for it's just for seeding purposes only, so yeah. does it they count? have the, yeah, yeah, the not like
0: if you go to the mountain west standings page, let's take a look here real yeah. quick.
1: I mean, it's like they're. Oh no, it does 3. still say eleven and three? Okay. Because that's what like I'm 18. wondering: is it for seeding only? Because they say it's for seeding, but does it mean for championship? Because the, the scenario could play out where the where the Aztecs have the number one seed, but they don't win the conference champion for some fluky reason because those two wins are only for seeding, but not for actually going toward the record. It's not 100 percent clear. I would assume it would go toward everything except for say tournament consideration. Like, oh, you're instead of being a you're not a twenty win team or something or a twenty two win team you're really twenty
0: right no, and i think I think you're right that it's going on everything mountain west and nothing that goes to the nCAA tournament selection committee so like I think for the purposes of getting the banner, those two wins are being counted. It's just that the NCAA is saying, okay, we're not going to recognize them, but if you guys want to recognize them in terms of giving out your conference tournament awards or you know your conference champion award and your conference tournament seating, go ahead.
1: But it doesn't say award. Here's exactly what it says. Like I'm just, maybe I'm nitpicking. And they, if you're do, here's the thing, if you're doing something like this, you your lawyer stuff, you know, what we're talking about, you need to be very specific, right? Yeah. SDSU will be awarded two wins and New Mexico two losses for for final regular season standings. See right there? It is right there. So I must must have skimmed over this earlier. So it does go toward the final regular season standings and conference tournament seedings only. According according to the NCAA, it does not change, like, your overall record. So, like, here's the thing, too. We can argue about the Super Rams. We can be pissed about it. But come on. New Mexico wasn't going to beat San Diego State even once. So it's like you're fighting a battle where, if you want to be like ethical and technically it's this, but if we're being honest, well, there's no like our Rams, to
0: to are Rams fans pissed because their UNM series also got canceled, but they're only getting one shot instead of two. I mean, a little, I
1: little, but it wasn't, or that they're not
0: getting you know the forfeit for the other one that they can't make up because of the time constraint. Like, but it's not. I mean, UNM showed up, so I know, don't. It was
1: because. It was called by the Health department, Some were kind of upset at like it's just kind of like kind of like, oh crap, this sucks, but well, and the
0: fact that you know the cancellations with New Mexico and Nevada were both not Colorado states like they were just affected, they weren't actually infected I guess um they they just got bad luck, right I mean, two teams who had to pause right when Colorado State came up on the schedule, and so yeah i mean i understand but if they win i mean yeah they need san diego state to not i'm alex rodriguez
1: and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment
0: That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't
1: want to do another stomp you out speech. It
0: opened up so many
1: more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Win
0: out. So they'll be rooting for Boise State to win one of those games, but not both.
1: (laughs) It's also like this year's not fair. It's like, who cares? The whole year's not fair. I don't care. Essentially, yeah, that's uh, my point too. It's like deal, everybody's dealing with curveballs, sliders, backdoor knuckleballs. Doesn't matter. Everybody's getting stuff thrown their way. It's unfortunate, but again, like if we're going back, Aztecs, we're going to beat New Mexico no matter what. Like you and I have zero doubt. What well, was Ken Palm probably one percent chance for New Mexico to BPI? Come on. Like I get it. Yeah, like yeah. you play, you play the game. But here's the thing too. Like CSU could have lost to Nevada once or twice. So if we could spin it, otherwise, like, oh, you missed Nevada at the point, you could have lost to Nevada once or twice and be completely out of the NC tournament.
0: Well, and I think, you know, I would hope that had the same thing happened with Nevada instead of New Mexico, let's say, you know, a, a, a mm-hmm. team that's not ranked real, real low in the net, um, I would think and hope that the Mountain West would have made the same decision if all of the other circumstances were the same, you know, if mm-hmm. – Nevada had said, we, we want to reschedule the game. We can't play it this week because we just don't have it in us, you know, or whatever. That's obviously <laughs> paraphrasing, Damn. but you know, I would hope so, you know, I think if people are like, well, you can't just give them the win because it's New Mexico. It's like, no, it's, they're giving them the win because it's a forfeit, not it because it's New Mexico. Yeah. You know that's that's the determination that was made. So mm-hmm. it's, you know the team quality part shouldn't come into it at all. So it doesn't matter if they would have beaten them or not beaten them or they ooh they could have lost. It's like I get it, and I hope that you know they would have made the same call had it been a different team.
1: So, I think they would have because I think so. You know, the Rams Wolfpack game got canceled at the last second. So and it wasn't yeah. because they didn't want to play. So like I. I just don't like half the coaches with uh, Mark Ziegler, the San Diego Union Tribune, saying like half the coaches are at least five don't want to do this, and I don't blame them because. And we'll move on to our NCAA tournament stuff and other things going oh, forward, yeah. but like they they have a good reason to not want to risk this. Sure. it's not it's not because they're going to win or lose. Because again, if you look at this closely, there's very little seeding. I think that's going to change from this. Like and if you tell me if you're six to eight or. Like if you're to Mexico and win a game or two to move out to San Jose State, it's like, well, I don't care. It's like yeah. it's not going to do much.
0: No, I mean, yeah, and to be fair, I'm really kind of playing devil's advocate I know, a little when, bit, when I, know. I agree with it because I mean, you got to see the the other side to some degree, but yeah, no, I agree that it's like it's not monumental in terms of like. Because at one of these points, you know, you're talking about who's wearing home whites in one of these games, right? If you're talking about no fans as well, we
1: should mention no fans. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So if you're talking about, you know, feeding, it's like whatever. Just play the team in front of you and beat them. I guess technically,
1: you 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 probably don't want to be the four seed because you're playing Nevada, and that's like the only thing I'd want to get avoid. That's that's about it, really. Like like we mentioned, Louisville is unlikely to move up over Nevada. Fresno's not going to move up over UNLV, but you have the tiebreakers. Does it say what does it say? Is it winning percentage?
0: So I've got that pulled up. So it's winning percentage. So we're in, we're in the portion of it that says tiebreaking procedures for unequal amount of conference games played, which is where we're at cuz Boise did exactly. end up getting 20, uh, Utah State and San Diego State will end up with 19 and I believe CSU and Nevada will both end up with 18. So, so we're going to have that. So they said the actual win percentage, this is the, the, I'm reading here, so this is not me, this is not me at all. If all teams do not complete their entire conference schedule, the following procedures shall be used. Actual win percentage will be used as a basis for all seeds in the conference tournament, excluding the regular season champions, which will be awarded the number one seed. So that's another reason why this is really important to decide who's the regular season champion, because they automatically get the number one seed. Uh, if there's a tie, then the number one and two seeds go to the teams that are tied, or the top three, if there are three teams tied, and so on. That's not going <laughs> to happen at this point, though. We don't have enough evenness. Uh, so they give a couple examples here, but basically um, you would look at who is the regular season champion? Which is going to be determined. God. God. Um, <laughs> let's see. So let me just make sure that that's clear. Okay. I'm sorry. I skipped ahead. So we have to decide first who's the regular season champion. So let's back up. <laughs> so they take the average number of conference games that are played <laughs> across the whole thing. Uh, Jeez, Louise!
1: It's never clear. Like football wasn't clear either. So I there's think what's so
0: much in here, man. It's so like I, I can't, I'm not going to spend ten minutes reading
1: this whole thing. So I think what's so, going to be, it's going to be most likely win percentage. And yeah. then what they did, what they did in football is if you, if I recall, so I'm trying to, do a none backwards. of the
0: teams that matter are going to be so far off from the average that any of that comes into play. So oh, it's just, there's that it's, too. Yeah. So that's that's the whole thing is they would add they would add games like as losses to like get everything even but these teams aren't going to miss so many games because of the makeup scheduling um, that any of that comes into effect so it is just going to really be winning percentage so that, that's all we really need to worry about here so that's where these games come into play and all the seeding comes into play so it'll be it'll be winning percentage um let's see here I think it'd be
1: head to head if they tie with Here's what if I recall football if you if you if the winning percentage is different, with like uneven games, so let's just say right here we have San Diego State, CSU, Utah State, all with 11 wins. That's technically a, t- a, even though Utah State's 11 and 4. I think I believe, and I don't have in front of me. You're reading it there, but if I'm 90% sure that if you have the same number of uh, wins, then you go to whatever tiebreaker snare it would be. So you could be 11 and 4, 11 and 6, 11 and 2. It goes by tiebreaker between like head-to-head. That's what football did. That I, was the
0: point. Yeah, so I don't think that's what's happening here. I think this is because every all of the teams up here that are competing, well, just all of the teams in general, are going to meet this like games played quota or whatever. So um, at this point, they're going to look at the win percentage. Um,
1: and that's problem. Probably. It, right? Yeah.
0: So that's for all seeds uh, all right. in the conference oh. tournament, except for the whoever is determined the regular season champion. And that's also going to be determined by win percentage. The only little caveat with the regular season champion was if not enough games were played and that's not coming into effect.
1: Yeah, it was so, like football where they it did play like four or five conference games and like there's yeah. a team technically out or the Big Ten rule with uh, states like screw you, we're going to stick you in anyways.
0: Right. So really, you know, if I'm thinking about it, I think I might actually prefer being like the two seed if I'm Boise State, maybe, because then you, you know, because there's going to be like a potentially dangerous San Diego State, Utah State, Nevada, maybe in like one, four, five part over there. Then you got, I mean, not to say that Boise State or Colorado State aren't also dangerous, but I don't know.
1: Uh, This is a good conversation gives me a good thing to ask okay. this really quick, because we can do this later yeah. once it's tournament week. Of the top four teams, who would you rather face? Like, if you're – who's who do you think the – I know we can go by power rankings, but who's the weakest team of those top four?
0: I think right now I would have to say Utah State, but only because they're shorthanded, because Raleigh Worcester's out. And that's sure. affecting them, I think. So I would say – I mean, that's like – a little bit of a cop out because it's like, ooh, injured got that team. But um, at full strength, it's a good question.
1: I'll go with call, Colorado call State, even without Utah State at full strength. I'll do it. I'll say okay. it. My, my man Nemus had po- thirty two point thirty back to back 30 point games. Come on. Yeah. He, he and can't look win? at.
0: And, well, there so we go. So that's the question. He had his best ever offensive games. I looked it up. Those were his two best offensive games of his career. And they were both losses. He oh, didn't well. get any help. He didn't get any help with Raleigh Worcester out, man. Nobody else was running the the rest of the offense, so it just all went through Keita. And so some somebody else needed to kind of step up to run it, and it just it, it didn't happen in those games.
1: But so I go Rams, but we look at bracket fair. stuff. Utah State is uh, on the outside looking in a bracket matrix at the moment because they got swept by Boise which shot boys it but our raking. So if we look at Bracket Matrix, we're sitting, the league's sitting at three teams. So there's now 120 brackets. They keep going up, Andy, every week. Is your bracket on here? It better be. It it. Did you submit DPI? it? Yeah, yep, it's in there. Okay, I'm not going to search it all because there's 120 now. I, I got oh, answer. I see it right there. Oh, dude, you got left half of the page. You're sitting DPI. like a yeah. bracket number 10 because I think it's alphabetical. <laughs> it is, yeah.
0: So I'm right so, there next to Delphi Brackets.
1: That's right, Delphi and whatever DS is. So... You currently have or excuse me, your numbers have, I should say. I should make it correct, right?
0: Well yeah, that's ah. true. So this is <laughs> and this is a number that's like currently always kind of being tweaked. Um just as I kind of I'm still figuring out the right weights for this number, but yeah. A computer generates these feeds and then I bracket based on the rules. Um but weighting different things like uh the the win loss records and the different in the quadrants like assigning a point value to each kind of win, like a Quadrant 1 win or a Quadrant 2 loss, you know, that sort of thing. Um And then also looking at the teams, like using the DPI uh, team rankings that I do based on statistics. So different things like that go into this. I also have three
1: Mountain West teams. And yeah, I think true. it's the same you, one. You hate Utah State, apparently, so that's okay. I do, yeah. No. Uh, they
0: are the <laughs> seventh team out for me right now, whereas... I do actually have three, the three uh, Mountain West teams safely in, yeah.
1: You get Aztec's nine, you have Boise I'm 10, and nine? Yeah. Yeah, well, nine. let's look at the,
0: yeah, again, this is being tweaked all the time. Let's not look at this snapshot, because I'm not particularly happy <laughs> with today. Let's look at the bracket matrix, though, overall, um, because I do think, it's interesting because Colorado State is a much closer case than I have them, I think, in reality than than what's being reflected in my bracket, which is kind of a nice thing for me to kind of look at. It, it helps me to see, like, ooh, what am I missing? What What's actually being weighted here? Helps me kind of understand the committee's thinking a little bit more, too, to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't look at just resume quite so much, or maybe I shouldn't look at, you know, X, Y, Z. So, no, but
1: anyway. What the, what- what is overall? Like, you're basically, like, you're one of the higher ones on the Rams because we they have Essex at 8.88, 9.88 yeah. Boise, Rams 11.34, and Utah State's in only three brackets, which, even if you look like ESPN and other places, on the, like all the bubble watches, Yahoo, everywhere else, it seems like there's zero team, like even San Diego State's not even, they're like a safe bet for nobody's a lock, like, for any like, non-major conferences outside like Gonzaga, really. So yeah,
0: so we did this last week and maybe this will become a weekly thing. So um my colleague Lucas Harkins at Heat Check CBB does uh, bu- the bubble watch uh for the site and every he does he does it every Wednesday, so every Tuesday night the night that you and I record this, uh he sends the draft over so I get to see what he's thinking about What you got tonight? <laughs> so he's he's got San Diego State and Boise State both firmly in the field but not okay. locked. So that's a little preview. I mean, I'm guessing by the time people hear this, it'll actually be on the site at heatcheckcbb.com. Uh, but, but yeah, so he's got them. He's got, uh, Colorado State and Utah State in his, uh, I believe the double the deodorant column. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they're, they're sweating it out, man. They're going to be, they're going to be sweating it out on selection Sunday. Um, and I think, yeah, my bracket has, Colorado State State way too safely in right now and it's because there's really not a lot of there's not a lot of meat on their bones but the statistics are good for Colorado State
1: that is weird yeah it's like they seem higher like they've been they They also don't have a lot of bad stuff
0: they just don't have a lot of good stuff either it's just it's it's kind of a strange kind of a strange resume
1: a little bit, because they split versus, is it, am I correct, they split every team, Aztecs, Broncos, and Aggies, right?
0: Right, and I haven't played Nevada yet, which is another point of contention, I think, as to why uh, that game's getting played. I think, I, I saw that mentioned somewhere, I don't remember if it was uh, Mark Ziegler or uh, somebody else doing some reporting, but that um, the... There was a a desire among coaches in the league or ADs, you know, to make sure that all of the teams in the top played all of the teams in the top. And so the fact that CSU and Nevada never played, I think, was um, kind of a thorn in the side of a a few people who I'm guessing are not CSU or Nevada. (laughs) Maybe like San Diego State. I don't know. Maybe Boise State. Maybe That game should be
1: played. Like, why would they not want to play it?
0: Well, I don't know. Why why not play the San Diego State-UNLV game?
1: No, I mean, like, if the other coaches are complaining about that game, why would they be complaining about a game that could help you if you're above the Rams or even right below them? I'm not sure
0: if I understand your question.
1: Did you say the coaches didn't want to see that game being played?
0: No, I think the coaches do want to see that. Oh. I think everybody every, I I think I said that Colorado State and Nevada would probably not want to play that game, but everybody else would want to Oh, them. gotcha. Well, I that's, think Nevada, a, that's what I was
1: saying. I think Nevada'd want to CSU because Nevada's like right on the fringe or a one oh two team, so they're right there to be a top hundred net team. So I And then
0: in the conference, but Nevada could get like the second or third seed, depending on how some of this stuff shakes out.
1: They're not, okay, they, hold on. let's look at that. They're nine to five real quick. They, they played
0: Utah State did twice, so they could they could leapfrog them this week by beating them twice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they would well they well yeah they'd be t- they'd be tied. They'd be eleven and
0: five, and
1: uh, eleven and, and six. Utah right. State would be eleven and six. Yeah,
0: so so yeah, yeah exactly I, I did all. This. <laughs> Okay, well now we're getting into, you know, Jeremy the prognosticator.
1: <laughs> that's, gee, I do want to see this chaos because that would be fun. So, my, okay, I need to And that's why it.
0: I'm not mad about this rescheduling because it's going to get wild.
1: <laughs> I think I'm just more mad about how, as I mentioned, like, I, and, and
0: I think wow. you're right that a single site would have probably been preferred. I just don't know that you can logistically pull that off that quickly. I don't oh, know. Okay. You should have been um, planning that. You should have been planning it. Since yeah. July or when? Yeah. So I mean, when we say you can't do it now, it's like, man, this was a freight train coming for months. You and I have been talking about what are they gonna do with this week for months, and it's you know, it's like me. it's here. And they're like, we're gonna play a bunch of games at home sites, or oh, really? could it, they have,
1: or like if they wanted to play these certain games, like I'm not going go through the schedule, but you put four teams in one spot and you still play the week, yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean like. What?
0: Pod, yeah, do like a couple pods that are yeah, 14, a little, like, halfway to Vegas.
1: Yeah, or whatever it may, whatever it may be. Like I, say, yeah. it, I guess there's home court involved, but it's like there's nobody there. It's like, come on, that doesn't really mean much. But you could have played like, four, like I said, 14. Again, it's like, again, I'm going to catch myself every time I want to hit myself in the head. But you would have four teams in one location. You play every other day. You play You play whatever it is. You play the week, so you're playing like a Monday, Wednesday, and Tuesday, whatever it may be. It's that... Would have been much better, but the seeding will get weird, and we'll see. I guess I I do need to apologize. Saying seeding means nothing," but when somebody brings me up like the UNLV, whoa, means seeding options, I'm like, get out of here, like no.
0: That's fine. I did run through all the numbers though to see if it's possible. Well, actually, I should say Bart Torvik ran through the numbers first to see if it was possible for Utah State to still win a sole share of the Mountain West uh, title. They can. There's a point 0.1% chance of it happening. I did hey, a little I bit still of have
1: a shot. Yes. So so I
0: did a little thinking and I figured out how it works. So here you go. For anyone listening who wants Utah State to win the Mountain West Championship regular season outright and get the number one seed, here's what needs to happen. So take notes. You need Boise State and San Diego State to split. Then you need both of them to lose their makeup games. <laughs> so you need Boise State to lose at home to Fresno State, and you need San Diego State to lose at UNLV. Okay? Bear with me. Then, you need... I think, if I'm looking at this right, you only need Colorado State to lose once. You only need that to happen. Well, they Utah split, State,
1: so yeah, I think so. They split. And really. so, right.
0: So if Utah State wins out... If Colorado State loses at least once, the best they can finish is 14 and 4. If Utah State wins out, they will finish 15 and 4. If Boise State and San Diego State do the things that I said, they would end up at 15 and 5 and 14 and 5. So Utah State would be on top. So all you really need is For Fresno State to beat Boise State at home, (laughs) that's true. That's really the biggest thing, man. And if you've got, if you've got, you know, Leon Rice being concerned, and he doesn't really care. I'm not. I have no inkling that this will happen. This is all speculation. Before I even get into it, but you know, if he rests his starters like he's a Week 17 NFL head coach, Mm -hmm. right? And maybe doesn't want to get any. Maybe we see a scout team come out, right? A bunch of walk-ons. Play for one game against Fresno State because they say, whatever, we don't care. We split with Boise State or with San Diego State, so we can't get the, uh, the title anymore. So we don't care about two or three. We'll throw out the scout team. a <laughs> run a six man rotation with our, Did you it. know, student managers. We'll, uh, we'll let Fresno State get this win. <laughs>
1: you know, <I> know it's, <laughs> Somebody else over, right?
0: <laughs> well, you know, but then you need UNLV to do their part and beat San Diego State, but you know. Uh, it could happen, but, yeah, it's a 0.1% chance of that happening. At the moment, San Diego State has the best chance per Bart Torvik uh, and barttorvik.com. Uh, they have a 60% chance per his math to, uh, to get a share of the title uh, and a 57% chance to get sole custody of it.
1: So if you want to look at this and not have your head hurt of the mouth, I just tweeted on our Twitter, MWC Wire, not the, not the full, not the full, not the full breakdown of who wins or what, but just a percentage and kind of uh, what it looks like visually, visually for who can win the conference or at least share it. So
0: yeah.
1: So let's get to a couple. Let's get to a couple of games. Yeah,
0: here. let's get to some games. Let's get to some things that are happening. Our my oh, man. Oh, you want to talk about some of the past? Okay. We yeah.
1: just joking. for a minute here. <laughs> I'm just joking. All right. Hey, Aggies so, lose both games. I'm seeing these games. I'm like, ah, Nemus. 20 for, 12 for twenty one thirty two
0: points this is the game that you've been talking about for two years saying you want to games well yeah you need some help though too that's that's the thing is you got you got the the big games but you got them at the expense of everybody else and that's i I don't know I don't know how much of that is is actually with you know raleigh Worcester being out i'm a I'm a big fan of the guy uh so you know he's a fun yeah. player to watch. I, I don't know that you can ascribe. I think you have to just say also that Boise State's a really good team, right? So Th-
1: That's number one. Number two, Brock Miller scored 12 points in two games. So that's a problem. Two points in one. His average is just around 10 or so, so the first game. If you
0: if you have the numbers up there, how did Ashworth do?
1: Ashworth in the um, – hold on, game one or game two? But in the 81-77 game – sorry, I have them both up here. I don't have the dates. But <laughs> – Ashworth had seven points and then three points.
0: Yeah, so that's also an issue because, you know, even if Raleigh Worcester's not scoring 15, 20 points a game, he, I how many assists did those guys have? You know, I I just – I feel like the offense runs more smoothly. And 11,
1: and... Ashworth did, combined.
0: Okay, so that's not bad. All right. Sorry, Steve.
1: But you're uh... I mean, not wrong. Like, Raleigh Worcester's – when he goes 0 for three and 0 for five from three and just be the chucker from side yeah, Jimmy. well,
0: right, exactly, yeah, he is Jimmy, he's a <laughs> chucker. <laughs> so I, yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm ever expecting Brock Miller to lead the team in assists. Or well, I mean, that's not that's not his job.
1: But give me ten points, like get close to your average and don't right. miss from three point range. But that's kind of your thing, right? Uh, like he's shooting really quick, forty one percent from the year, and he. Goes a combined, let's see, 0 for 5, and he goes 2 for 10,
0: he like twenty twenty Miller. He instead of 20, 21 Miller. Yeah, I know he, it's he, like he's uh. been super hot this year, and that's been like a one of the things that stood out to me about Utah State, kind of their resurgence, right? Is hey Brock showed up and he did, he didn't do it last year, and he had cover last year because Sam Merrill was still there, Abel Porter was still there, Diego Brito was still there, mm-hmm. but this year it was like hey you better step up, and he did, but not. So much in these games. All
1: right. So, what what games you want to talk about this week? There's a couple. At least the uh, you know the big one, Aztecs Broncos. That's kind of big, right? If I recall. Yeah, I think
0: <laughs> I think that's that's pretty big. Um, and then Aggies and Wolfpack. That's another big series too. I mean, like we said, that that the the Wolfpack couldn't jump over Utah State with this with this series, and I think you said you know it's not going to happen, but it could.
1: Not likely, I'll say.
0: Where is it in Logan? I don't have it up in front of me. Um, now, so.
1: It's scheduled for me. I have Friday's game. Let's see. Yeah, it's in Logan. There are fans allowed. Oh, okay.
0: I was thinking it was in Reno for some reason, which is why I was like, "Wow, you're really quick to say this can't happen." Okay, so probably not a you know sweep here. For let's Nevada. play the game real
1: quick. BPI, who's favored in this game? First of all, let's do it. Ooh. Start Nevada, Utah State. Who is favored? I'm going to
0: say Utah State's favored.
1: Obviously. Okay. What's the percentage they're they're expected to win? to
0: say sixty one. Seventy eight and a
1: half percent.
0: Whoa. That is a real reaction too. That's a I am yeah. surprised by that. So okay, really seventy eight uh boy, I guess they really enjoy the defense of you If you're State.
1: wondering, aimed Two seventy-nine seventy nine percent for some reason. Well
0: these well, 90%. you know, maybe they've been looking at some of these uh these statistics saying that you know the teams know each other better in the second game or some I don't I don't know, but okay so I, whew, I don't know man I I've seen some sure shots this year right I've seen Great yeah. Surfield take over games and 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 but I've seen them lose to Wyoming you know two games on the road as well so they're not in Lawler so does Nevada's Show travel does Nevada have some rust to shake off? When was the last time Nevada played? Oh yeah,
1: they haven't played. Like they had to the, eat the CSU series is canceled. It was also the Wyoming series canceled too? And so they haven't played since February. Oh, San Jose State CSU. They haven't played since they beat Boise State. Like, it's kind of a bad time too. They swept Nevada, swept UNLV, swept right? Boise. So that game was way back on. Jeez, what was that February seventh? So we're almost three weeks. It will be, be yeah,
0: it will be, it will be just about three weeks before, until they play their next game. So, yeah, I would imagine Utah State wins that first game. Um, I know my buddy, uh, Evan Miyakawa has done some, uh, study research looking mm-hmm. at how teams, uh, do coming off of a pause. Actually, let me pull this up because the length of the pause does seem to matter. Uh, let's see here. So this is Evan Mia or EvanMia.com. Yeah. doing some really good stuff over there. Um, but, yeah, let's see here. So for 21-day pause, we're going to go ahead and say that's where Nevada falls here. The, let's see, the disadvantage for a team coming off of a COVID pause has risen to 2.9 points on average in a normal tempo game. Um but the longer the pause, the longer the disadvantage so for a twenty one day pause, it's shaving about two point six points off of mm-hmm. uh you know the the team's points per one hundred possessions, so that's you know you're losing a three pointer basically by <laughs> by being gone so long, so I think that does maybe that I, I, and that is the fact that Utah State is going to be pretty motivated here, right? Uh, I think you're going to see probably a big win for Utah State maybe in the first game and then a much closer game, too. Uh, maybe even an upset from Nevada there. but Or I don't know if we call it an upset. I remember that. <laughs> That's yeah. stop it. <laughs> stop it. We're not well, going actually, back
1: to that.
0: Actually, I mean, but no, but come on. Would you really call that like that big of an upset between Nevada and Utah State or is that just a conference game? Like yeah, one one's in the standings, but like, and I guess you know, if you're Vegas, you gotta call things upsets or not, but like,
1: I I would call it upset if Nevada beats you just State on the road when Nevada's in fifth place in the conference. Okay. Okay. Like it, it doesn't. I'm not saying full on major. Hey, I will just ask
0: them a question. That's all. I just want to know would you would you call it? I I think you know, I think it's fair. It's not wrong. It's not inaccurate. But I also it's not a major upset.
1: Yeah, I would I would call. It... Now, Nevada is good enough to probably beat – well, they've already beat Boise State. So, like, right now, Ken Palm has a nine points – or, excuse me, seven points. So, if the score is actually – or in favor of Utah State. So, if the score is flipped and it was 73-66 Nevada, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a – that's an upset, not major. If they wouldn't buy a 10-plus, yeah, it's a huge upset. Yeah, but okay, that's fair. I think the game – probably will be within single digits, like a few, under 10 points. So it won't hit that net uh, cap of MOV.
0: I think <laughs> they took that away. I don't know, though. <laughs> Who knows you know, anything I'll about I'll
1: say it's I here <laughs> otherwise. Well, yeah. It also depends if Utah stays healthy. Like, you know, like what happened with the PCC issues? they're missing players, and mm-hmm. that's a problem if they don't have full strength. Like I mentioned, Keita has best two games ever offensively. It still wasn't enough, and they lost by nine in one of those games. So yeah. they need obviously Brock Miller to play a bit, bit better. Like I never said thirty and ten. I just said give me like eighteen and twelve.
0: You did. That's true. Eighteen and twelve is absolutely the number that you have been repeating. But you know, he still gave you I mean Sports. he gave you even more. He gave I, you I, more. I, he gave I, you God. too much, maybe. <laughs> to share that with the other guys. So out
1: of those games, how do you think it's gonna shake out? Is it gonna be a split? Is it gonna be a sweep by either team? Um
0: you I, state Nevada? Yeah. I think it's going to be – I think Utah State is going to win them both. Yeah, I think – I'm going to stick with what I said. I think uh, a bigger win in game one and then a much closer game two, but I do think Utah State will probably pull it out. So I'll say they get the two wins there, but I'm not that confident. I'm not as confident as the BPI, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, what do you I,
1: think? I, don't, I don't think it's that much either. But look at like in Nevada, who they lost to. They've they've had a the – only, the only real bad loss is that two Wyoming games, which is kind of a uh... – Air 80, Force the, oh, and the Air Force game. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I scrolled
0: <laughs> too like, so far. I was like, "That's for sure what he's about to say." is the Air Force yeah. game. and you said the Wyoming ones, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. those
1: two. But no, I was looking down and like I scrolled too far. And I'm at the bottom <laughs> of the page because we're near the end. I don't think it'll. Be, I think it'll be a split. I I would favor Utah State to win both, but I think it's gonna be a split, just because of the health wise, and Nevada's good enough. I think, even though they had the layoff, that's why I don't, I think game one is just a, regardless, I think game two will be really close and maybe a Nevada win. So I'll go like, right, uh, so can I go 1.8 to 0.2, like a 1. 1.8, 1. 1.6 or something? Right.
0: So I think basically, yeah, we've got like the spread on this game is a point and we're both taking, you know, either side of it. It's, exactly. it's going to be a close one. Um, yeah. So watch think,
1: them, these games really quick. Friday, seven mountain time. Sunday, 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Both are on FS1, I believe. All right, so Boise, San Diego State. These games are Thursday, so a couple days, 7 p.m. Mountain Time, FS1. Saturday, CBS Sports Network, 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Oh. Aztecs are ranked as well, as we should note that, 22. They Actually, before I get into the game, where are they in our power rankings? They weren't number one this week, were they?
0: The Aztecs? No, they were number two behind Boise State.
1: Why do you think that is?
0: Well, I think that is um, because Boise State just beat Utah State twice, and San Diego State has been playing the bottom of the league. So it's funny, right? Uh, Because
1: like we said, remember?
0: Well, yeah, because Boise State was doing this at the start, and everyone was like, ah no, no, it's, you know, they're playing nobody. And then, you know, finally we brought them all the way up to the top and then they started playing people and they lost.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Diego so State was the opposite. They were playing everybody and we put them all the way at the top and then they faltered a little bit. And then it seems like they've been winning by, you know, 20 points every game since then. And they haven't quite been able to climb back all the way to the top. They were in fourth for a minute, which was really weird. Then they were tied for second for a couple of weeks, I feel like. Now they're in second place on their own. And they're only like four vote points or whatever out of 150 behind Boise State. So it's basically like they're 1A, 1B. Um They are really, really close. But Boise State's ahead. Um, I
1: know I voted for Boise State, but I probably shouldn't have.
0: I think I did the same thing. I realized because, after I was like, what are we doing?
1: Yeah, I put it through, I'm like, I'm going through right now, like I looked after, I'm like what are Reese we doing bias. here? Because, because, well I don't, but it shouldn't be. You see to say it hasn't lost in like a month. No, I know
0: well, and so I tried to make amends by writing this up in the power ranking system. I say, what more do they need to do to get some respect around here? You know, and it's like I I'm really calling myself out for this because, like Because really, I was like, one of the people well, who voted see,
1: for the number two. Boise's 5-3 in their last state, and they lost both twice in Nevada. Like, if you look at the bad losses either team has, like, ASICs have zero bad losses. BYU's an NC tournament team. CSU's a fringe team. Utah State's a fringe team as well. Like, well, are we – that's weird. Can I don't.
0: more, like, basic gut reason why I did this? If the Mountain West would have told me on Sunday when I put this ranking in <laughs> that San Diego State really has 13 wins, not 11. Oh, <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying I looked at them. I look, you know, I look at the standings. I, no, I do, want yeah. to reflect them, you know, not completely, but I want to make sure I Don't understand wh- where are we. Uh, so, but and when I saw it, it's like, okay, Boise State, man, they they're 14 and three. They're sitting on top of the conference. Okay, you can't till somebody dethrones them. You know, I think that was kind of my thinking there a little bit. And yeah, when you take it step back and realize, like, hey, San Diego State's <laughs> the ranked team. You know, nationally.
1: That, that still doesn't necessarily. I mean, it does doesn't
0: matter. mean anything. And Boise State, to their credit, did get some votes in toward the Six. polls. I think they got like eight in one of the other one. <laughs> the other one. Yeah. Um,
1: but the yeah. game itself, so, this will decide first place. I think no matter what, right? Yeah, Has it to. should.
0: It, it should. I mean, we do run the risk of having these. Boise, Fresno, and SDSU, UNLV games deciding the conference. Oh, please, no, no. (laughs) Well, if anything, if we get quite lucky, we might have a chance where the CSU-Nevada game gives CSU an outright Mountain West title, which would be pretty cool. But I don't think we're going to get there. It would require some losses that I don't think are going to happen. So yeah, for all intents and purposes, this series decides the league. And I'm not I'm not sure. Who do you have? <laughs> so, I don't know. Do you want to jump right to that? To who do you have and, you know, what? how do you see this playing out?
1: BPI for you, Andy. Who's okay, favored to in, win? Okay, we're going to do BPI first. <laughs> all right, all right.
0: Uh, I would think BPI. I'm going to say San Diego State's favored to win.
1: Yeah, they're at home, so, yeah, that makes sense.
0: I don't know. Like, probably more than uh, 58?
1: Oh, more, huh? Boise fans would love you to 2s 58. 73.5% for Oh! Games. Okay. Okay. This so, game... Well, go ahead. You start first.
0: Well, I think that's... Hi. That's all I'm
1: going to say. Yeah, first of all, yes. Let's get that out of the way. That's all I
0: wanted to say. So so go ahead and make your point.
1: Well, my point being, there's a couple NBA players on this court. Each team has at least one. So, like, I think at least one. Am I correct on that, you could believe? Matt Mitchell, uh, NBA player, uh, uh, Eric Alston, at least.
0: Yeah, at least. A key Jab. Hey,
1: you this know is... I
0: could see I could see a lot of pros. Absolutely, I don't right. know if they're all going to be NBA pros, but you're gonna you got a lot of guys who are going to be making their living on basketball for the next five ten years if they want to.
1: This game has the most talent of any conference game all year, I would say.
0: I think because, I would agree with you there, yeah.
1: Like Utah State has some really good talent, so you can yeah, make a close that, that argument, be, but
0: that would be the only other one I would think I would consider.
1: It would be right there, and Boise just swept Utah State and so into San Diego State splits. So like this game is like, do you trust Derek Alston? Do you trust Matt Mitchell Moore? Do you trust this guy, this guy? Like there's plenty of guys like We don't we're not gonna see a Houston game like that's eons ago with uh Derek Alston getting shut out. But like when you see what these two teams can do, like that discrepancy is huge because when you look at, like, the points of who – like, I go by points because well, I'm an offensive guy, apparently, because that's all I care about too much. Oh, <laughs> I'm already <laughs> – well, You're sick. talking I about
0: SDSU, man. You're talking about a, defense, a defensive squad here, man. They – so, anyway, okay, go Thank ahead. Sure. Go ahead. I don't know what I, yeah, I don't know what you're saying. You're the one who's couching it. So what yeah, do you we got?
1: Well, <laughs> here, here's the going thing, like, I'm just looking at raw numbers because why not? Like yeah. they basically score almost the same amount of points, about seventy five to seventy eight. They have the exact same rebound number. They have within one of the assist number. Their steals are Aztecs or touchbar defensively overall with blocks and steals, but it's like what they do, like, it is very close across the board. Like, their f- f- shooting percentage is basically the same on every aspect. Broncos shoot to three, touch better. It is wild how, when not just, not this isn't how they play, but the how the game ends up. They're almost identical at what they do well in for the most part. Like, they both score pretty well. Asics play right. a little bit better defensively. But it's not like a huge – there's no huge glare. I know there's more of the basketball than just straight numbers, but just kind of looking at who does what, like Boise may score a touch more because they have a – like three. Alston, uh, Kebab, and Shaver both get double digits. Dennis gets about almost 10 a game. But I would say if you're looking at who – who if I'm looking at who would lead the team victory, like who, if you're going to pick like one player, okay, this guy is going to get – this is why they're going to win. If I'm going to pick a player to, like, ball out and do great, it's going to be Derek Alston. Like, that's the only guy. Matt Mitchell maybe, but, like, he's so many times he's mm. up, uh also score 20-plus points. Recently. There's
0: a name that I am not hearing that I – Jordan Schockle. Jordan Shockle is, is I, the name that I want to hear here.
1: I go for Jordan Schockle. What, well, what about him? Well, what about him? I'm kidding a bit. Go ahead. Okay. Well,
0: no, I know, I know you're kidding. I'm just <laughs> – you know, if you're looking for a guy to take over and, like, hit a bunch of shots and just, like, get wild hot, I mean we've got he's hit four threes, see he was four for four against Fresno State he didn't miss a shot in his last game out against fresno state um but he scored it in double figures in every game since January sixteenth that's like uh it looks like nine Sweet. games in a, nine games in a row all in double figures he had well, but you know who have they been playing and um, I
1: don't care put, put well, boys. But, he,
0: but he did have. Eight three-pointers made. He shot eight of 11 from three against Colorado State. I know, I see that. Twenty-three 11, points in that game. He had 24 against, uh, oh, no, sorry. He had 25 against Arizona State.
1: Um, hey, they're a good were win. better. Yeah, we just pre-show, that's a good win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to face him in the Pac-12 tournament. Um, UCLA, who is actually a good team. Yes. Um, but weren't maybe on that day because they were really shorthanded if memory serves. Um, but you know, Jordan Shackle Shack still a hit his shots. And so I'm saying, you know, that's who I would expect. If you're an offensive guy. That's who I expect to be the takeover man if there's like somebody to do it. Um, and to keep up with the kind of high powered offense that Boise State has because I think you will see that they are, Boise State's going to lean a little, their defense is Better than I expected it to be. I will say that mm-hmm. uh, Ray J Dennis, Marcus Shaver, Abu Kijab, Army, those guys defend really well. Olson's not a huge liability, <laughs> uh, and, and he makes some good plays on health defense. You know, you get some good blocks sometimes, but you know that's not his his job. <laughs> He's out there to score points.
1: I would say, uh, like you're correct on, but here's what I'd say: yeah. the like if you're looking to strength, like who needs to do what better to win. I would think that might rely more on San Diego State's defense needs to outperform because like Austin's had four of six games of 20 plus points, like eight of 10 or eight of 11 of 20 plus points. And that includes, and Boise, as we discussed, Boise is playing tougher schedule, Utah State, Nevada, CSU. He had two clunkers, UNLV and CSU with nine points each for some reason. But I think, I think they would need that and shock. Like if, because what a the reason I'd say, like, who's going to take over the game, like who maybe let me rephrase what I'm gonna say. Who needs it more to take over a game? I think Aztecs need one player, whether Shockle or Mitchell, to have a really big game to beat Boise State. Not because I'd say Boise State's amazing or their defense is gonna shut them down. The way the Aztecs yeah, score, fair. they don't like after Shockle and Mitchell, it goes down to like mensa for like eight points a game. Like they don't have the scoring they don't really have a th- third score, really. They kind of do, but not like consistently. Like Boise kind of has a little bit more than they do. And that's where I'm getting at, where I think Athletic's going to have to score more. Like if they do that and get, I'm not saying he needs to go off like th- 28 points, but if no. he gets, like if Mitchell and Shock will combine for even just like 38 or something, like about five or so more than their average, their defense will take care of the rest and they'll be fine. Right now they're about 29 a game. If they get to about 35, with them with their defense, I would guarantee them probably win both games if those guys could buy him for that many points. Because the defense yeah. will stop Boise State. And Boise, like I said, they have three guys who double digits. Even Dennis gets to nine. So they have a few more options in case Alston gets shut down a little bit. Like, if he goes 14 points, well, maybe Ke- Kebab or Shaver or who knows, maybe even some random person, Max Rice, has 12 points or something. To, to, cause he's shooting Well, is Devener Dutrieff
0: back from his – Devonair Dutrieve missed the last game with a dental emergency. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine he's back though. Um so he's a former Arizona guy, another guy who can score in buckets it's and he can hard. hit big shots. I saw it, I, I didn't see it live uh, cuz I was in China at the time, but he hit a uh, he hit a game winner against Oregon State, my hometown team, uh, at Gill Coliseum to to beat Oregon State a couple years ago. So Devin Adetreve <sighs> He that always you know, that's always gonna stick in my head that I, you know, I'm a little annoyed by him doing that, but he's a guy <laughs> who can uh who can also get some points for you. So
1: they have more I, options. That's my point. They
0: do. They have a lot of options for guys. But I think, you know, we've seen I think a guy like Terrell Gomez could get really hot for, for San Diego State and hit a bunch of threes. It doesn't also necessarily have to be threes either, of course. Um Mensa's had a couple big offensive games and and if he can get sort of, uh, an inside edge on Laudan Armish, he could potentially exploit, I mean, Armish has been playing pretty well lately, uh, and he did, I mean, he was kind of the the MVP almost of that, that last game, uh, even though Nimish had, what, 30 points, right? He didn't, Laudan Armish was getting some love, uh, from people, you know, I think even John Rothstein was calling him out. <laughs> But mostly for things, you know, his offensive, I think, you know, his passing, his, uh, um, you know, some of the plays he was making, some of the tough, uh, he's just a fun guy to watch, right? He's a fun player. But Utah State's big man scored 30 points on back to back nights against Boise State's big man. So, yeah. yeah. So Nathan Mensah, you know, he might be dialed up for a, a big game here, um, offensively speaking and he's capable of doing it he's shown a lot more offensive prowess this year than he has in years past not you know he's still only averaging 8 points a game but i think he's shown times he had 17 against Arizona State he had 18 against St. Mary's he had 16 against Nevada and 15 in the other game so he's shown that he can do it um be that guy you know he had 17 and 15 against Arizona State those are Great numbers. He's, you know, and he can get the blocks to and 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 maybe stop Alston or Shaver or Dennis or you know whoever's trying to score inside. He needs to have a big game, not necessarily just scoring, but he needs to make the rim a place that Boise State cannot go. He and so it forces Boise State to shoot threes. Now they can do it. They can hit those threes and make them they're a top 100 team uh Boise state is when it comes to shooting threes they hit 35% of them but it, you know make them make them hit those shots um but don't give them anything inside and i think you that could be a good recipe for them uh to to get this cuz Boise state doesn't love taking threes uh it's only about 37% of their offense it's just you know pretty to the lower half of the the country so I think that might be a key to it for San Diego State is to, you know, Nathan Mensah really being capable on offense and really, though, like you said, the defensive effort um, stepping up that way to match Boise State's explosive offense, I think that's where you need to see it. That's that's how I'm seeing this play out.
1: So who do you got?
0: I have San Diego State winning them both.
1: What? Both?
0: Uh-huh. I do. I think that they're just playing so so well right And I mean, hey, Boise State is too Um, but I the San Diego State team is clicking really, really nicely and I don't really see I think they're getting written off because they're not playing anybody right now, but it's they're the fact that they're not really playing anybody, you know, quote unquote, is kind of hide masking them. They're kind of hiding and playing trace here. as they're, you know, winning twenty five games and everyone's like, Yeah, well, I'll give two and they're gonna show up and I think, you know, kinda like in Zaga, where you've got they are just like blowing through the West Coast conference. That does not mean they are not good. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, you're right. I was going to say Aztecs are just winning by a lot of points, too. Like, right. here's the thing. I think Boise is good enough to beat them. I'm going to take oh, Aztecs yeah. to win at least one, probably two, but I wouldn't, I, I don't, regardless, there's not going to be a, I don't, well, I shouldn't say regardless because that's a pretty, uh, definitive uh, thing on there. I think there's a good likelihood this will be a split, but I'm taking Aztecs to win game one and game two. We'll see. But I I'd lean, I'd lean toward them when he bowls, but I could, it's not going to shock me if they, if it splits.
0: Right, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win these games by 20 points, both of them. I'm not, I'm not as confident as, you know, the BPI, but hey, I'm actually looking here, <laughs> you know, Ken, Ken Palm has this as 71% San Diego State, so hey, maybe, maybe that's, I don't know, the numbers certainly do love, uh, San Diego State right now for, for all those big wins. Very efficient offense. But hey, they are. They're a very efficient offense and a very efficient defense. So that's what you want in a team. They they're a really good team and they're ranked for a reason. They're playing at home. They've got rejuvenation now that they've got those two forfeits and you know, on their win column and they have a chance to win the, the Mountain West championship. I think you're just gonna see them playing crazy motivated and I don't see them losing either of those two games. And I don't see them losing against UNLV. So it you know, it disappoints me because hey, if we go all the way back, I picked Boise State to win the conference. So we're sitting here like right on the cusp of it, and I should be picking them to win this, you know, so that my prediction comes true and I look so smart, right? But but I think I, I do think that San Diego State's gonna have kind of a renewed motivation and they're going to come in and just kind of sweep through and be the villain and say, nope, it's ours. Sorry, Boise State. Sorry, Colorado State. Don't care how magical your seasons were. We're taking it.
1: No, I could totally see them when you both. I just – like so what is it for the Mountain West side? I think if you want to get more teams in, I think you'd want to see less split because I think fix yeah. are – Yes, yes. I'm not going to say guarantee them, but they're basically as close as you can be because the reason – let's say this, if the – um. Series at the end of the season, like that UNLV, and then who else are they play or they just got the one game. Like, say they only had these two games, they could lose both and still be in. But there's a chance, like just because you play the game, they lose to UNLV, and they might be on the outside looking in. But if I'm just saying if, but I think the league would want to split to get more teams in there because right now, I know we mentioned before, I think the league's looking good with two. And for some reason, you mentioned the numbers love San Diego State. They really love CSU as well for. Not an unknown reasons because they haven't done anything bad, like you mentioned. They've been just good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, get, let's run through the rankings really quick because we only did two of them. So we had Boise one, San Diego State two. We'll see the top four or five.
0: Yeah, go the other way. Yeah. Uh, oh. So number, number three is Colorado State. Uh, so we do have them coming in at third. And then Utah State, number four, and Nevada, number five. Um did you want to get into the second half?
1: No no, no we're good. We don't need to mention about <laughs> an hour. We're good. We've talked enough about stuff. It's, here's the thing, it's a gigantic gap. Go to the between, website. Between, between UNLV, there. Wyoming, everybody else. You know who the bottom half teams are. It's uh New Mexico that fifteen
0: 15- Yeah, it's UNLV, Wyoming, Fresno State, San Jose State, Air Force, New Mexico. There you go.
1: Hey, we're getting to crunch time. We only talk about winners now. <laughs>
0: Hey, and I just gave you the rankings. I listed them in order. So, boom. If if you're a careful listener, you got them.
1: If you hear me overstepping over and talking over you, we're good, though. But check them out. Check out the rankings. We have our seedings update. Uh, we were going to make some fun stuff for the week off for the conference tournament, but that's kind of got thrown down the drain now at the hustle for whatever a couple days we have now to get stuff going for tournament week. But yeah. check out everything that we do, MWR.com. We have uh, all of our previews are coming up this week. Definitely check out the Boise Aztecs game. Every game this week, whatever you can do, check them out. Check our stuff out. Um, our new Facebook page, which is sort of getting more people there, so check that out. Uh, what else am I missing, Anything else we need to say? Hey, check it out because I said check it out like 10 times.
0: Well, I mean, you can check out what I'm doing, uh, elsewhere yeah. besides Mountain West Wire. Um, check out heatcheckcbb.com. Um, I've got my analytics going on over there and some bracketology. We've got, uh, other staff writers and bracketologists who are doing great stuff. I've got a podcast over there as well. So yeah, um, other than that, just come on Twitter and start yelling at us.
1: Definitely yell at us. It's, it's amazing. It's great. It's fun. So we'll be back next there week is. to talk, talk more hoops. And, uh, I don't want to say it's March because that's cliche, but we're getting close to the Mountain West Conference tournament. There we go. Yeah. This is
0: only February. <laughs> <laughs> As your tweet said, like, oh, I see your retweet. Like, time is a construct. Oh, All right,
1: well, until next time, we'll see you then.